Welcome to How to Hustle with Talent Atelier, dedicated to placing the very best people into the fashion, beauty and luxury lifestyle industries. Talent Atelier are based in Shoreditch in London and work internationally with senior through to C-suite level talent. Essentially, we're a dating agency aiming to create love stories between businesses and people. Today, we're joined by Priya D'Souza, Global Brand Director at Exposure. Previous to this, she was Executive Director of Partnerships at Dazed Media, where she spent the best part of 10 years. Priya is quite possibly one of the most culturally connected people on the planet, on both a personal and professional level, and we cannot wait to share some of her insights. In this episode, we'll discuss how brands work to create and foster positive work cultures from the top down, and how leadership teams work to affect this, or not in some cases. Priya, welcome. Hi, what an intro. I've, Yay. I was going a bit red there, I was blushing. Oh, don't feel embarrassed, that's just who you are. But I still feel like a little brown-skinned kid in the <clears throat> northeast of England, do you know what I mean? I still yeah. feel like that little Mowgli kid in, in school up in Newcastle, so... Well, there you are. Yeah. Um, you've been instrumental in defining an iconic brand culture during your time at Dazed. How do you approach this within your team and on a wider level across the business? Yeah, so I was at Dazed for nearly 10 years, which I suppose in this industry is quite major, isn't it? It's a long time. It's a big shift. Yeah, and so I had worked at a rival publication, which was very traditional. And you couldn't, you were really put in your box. I felt my wings were quite clipped. I was a salesperson. Mm. And then I got headhunted for this role at Dazed and it was just... It felt so exotic. And I think the thing about Dazed is that it was just so punk. And the thing that appealed to me, and the reason why Dazed has such good retention rates, is that we were all just a bunch of misfits. And we were just, we all just really believed in Dazed's vision. And it was like the best dysfunctional family ever. Mm-hmm. And I think I stayed there for so long because it just it just fulfilled me and it also I kept learning and we were small enough to navigate the crazy market and I think what separated Dazed from other places is that I actually really genuinely loved the people I worked with. Believed in it. Yeah so yeah I used to like people used to laugh at me I used to my team used to all have a real giggle I used to say I bleed Dazed and I Yeah, and I, I never thought I was ever going to leave, and then I, I, I did. But um, when I look back to like how we approach this within the team and on a wider business level, I think things that were key to us were, and especially me and my team, was I always used to like to reward people with trust. And I see that, you know, companies and teams, they're like, parents or or family and like everything that I'm saying now Joe is all personal this might not be right or wrong I'm just talking about what has been important to me but um if I trusted my employees if they said they needed to go work from Shoreditch House or they needed to take a day off to sleep and just to have like a think day they could do whatever they wanted other things at days that really appealed to me and I think appealed to the team there is that you could dress how you wanted. People used to think that Dazed was like full of cool kids, but I think that was, wasn't was true. It was like, you just were your 
like I was, I, I'm like total geek. I used to listen to E17 e and I used to like mm. pump it really loud and it was fine. It was fine to be whoever you want to be. So I grew up because 10 years is a long time and I grew up in this organization that let me be 100% me. And it was so refreshing. And we just all learned on the job. Yeah, it feels, now I look back on it, it feels like business utopia because, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know everybody there. I do, I do. And I think that it's a really unique business in that you can be your authentic self there and they foster that culture. Did you hear about the day's newsletter, the internal newsletter? Yes, so on, I did. On a Friday, our genius comms team would send an internal letter about who was snogging who, who was posting things on Instagram. And <laughs> it was, I mean, I was always in there. Like, obviously, I, I've had a partner for a very long time, but like, it was so indiscreet and it was so hilarious. And that was part of the magic of Dazed. And it, like my team weren't gonna move anywhere. We were all so happy, and we called. I called my team the uh, like Team Ninja. Team Ninja. Team Ninja, and Team Ninja were rewarded because um, the harder they worked, the more we gave. And back in the day, it was quite radical. Like if I used to say to my bosses, "If uh, I hit that target, can will you buy me a pair of Prada shoes?" <laughs> and I used oh, to. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forced them to do that. Uh, but also, you know, from the top, like, um, I think another thing that's important in business is obviously leadership. And I've always tried to lead by example. Mm-hmm. So I always, you know, I was always myself, but I always try to give it 110%. I also think it's important to be nice. I, I always felt like I was approachable. I was always kind to anybody, whether they were an intern or on front desk. Um, yeah, just... I think the most important thing is to, I, sorry, I've just... Treat everybody like you like to be treated. Perhaps. Treat every, yeah, always. I mean, God, like, I think about it every day. Just be nice and everyone's trying mm. their best. So just always, always have time for other people. Um, and then the other thing is I come from a creative background and Dazed is a creative space. And one thing that I've learned is that in an organization that you're you're scared and there's fear there you can't be creative so if you feel that you can't you can't talk to your bosses or you can't have an opinion you're never ever gonna feel creative and communicate that brand vision across across the platform 100 yeah Okay, so from your perspective, what impacts culture in the workplace? Um, And that's coming from a negative and a a positive point of view. Well, one thing that impacts culture, I'd say, is uh, good leadership. Uh, This is for me personally. When I lose respect for my boss, that's it. I I, I have to leave. I can't can't continue if I don't... uh, And I'm not talking about, you know... um, believing the same on every single topic but I've still got to respect them so that's important for me um also mission and values I think it's important to be at uh, a company that shares uh, a mutual like morals and values and a mission statement and that everyone's on the same page Mm -hmm. of, of what that company shares um I'm at Exposure which is a comms agency at the minute and they're very good with that and I I still quote Jefferson 
um, who's my old boss at yep. Dazed. And he had this amazing quote that I still put in every single one of my decks, which is, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for nothing. Which I always thought was very That's a great quote. It's a good good one. He was good at those ones. Um, Also, randomly, I'd never, ever considered this, but um, I was having a little think about this. But at Dazed, we spent a long time in literally like a little dungeon in Old Street, which was pretty gross. We shared three toilets amongst a lot of men and women. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of shit (laughs) (laughs) literally no I I once walked into like uh Norman Cook uh semi-naked in a a toilet once that was weird Uh, he'd just done a shoot with Rankin Uh, a lot went down in those toilets but anyway so we went from being um in this almost like garage car park space in old streets to moving into new premises at uh, 180 the Strand and we were super proud of the work environment And I saw the difference in everyone. We were so proud of where we worked and everyone felt so much more upbeat. And it might sound a bit random, but I think that does also have impact on company culture. So do you think from your perspective that people stepped up into that space? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we started to actually believe the things we were saying. (laughs) (laughs) But you You know, manifested it. You manifested the the new workplace. Yeah, but you know, beautiful marble, amazing artwork on the walls, looking out your window every day. It it was great. So feeling proud to be somewhere. Yeah. And and feeling proud to have your clients visit you and that was part of the narrative. It was part of the story of the journey of where Dazed was going and it felt amazing. And even Jefferson he changed when when we were in that space as well and it was um you know we'd we, we'd grown up and that felt good um but yeah what impacts culture like having a shared value going to a company that believes in something that has great morals great leadership and also cares about being a family because i think that's super important and also personally I used to do something, you might, you might agree with this or not, but when I used to do an interview with people, I used to say to them, I used to think in my head, would I like to go on a long haul flight with this person? Yeah. So we're going to come back to that later yeah. on. But um, yeah, I always think about things like Did that. Did you tell too. me that? No, I didn't. But I do always think about things like this. And I think the thing is, is, is at Dazed, I wanted to socialize with everyone there. And I genuinely liked everyone and I think that's a great place to be in. Okay, so I've worked in a business whose culture I wasn't 100% aligned with and I felt like I wasn't necessarily with my people. So I'm just interested to know, have you ever been in a situation where the workplace culture just wasn't for you? Yeah, so I mean, I I haven't been at many employers over the last 15 years because I was somewhere for 10 years, but... um, I I moved somewhere where on paper it was the perfect role for me and then I got there and it wasn't that there was anything wrong with that company it just didn't align to it was quite corporate and going from dazed which is super punk and like I used to tell my girls all the time when we'd go to pitch 
they'd say, oh, should I dress up? And I'd be like, no, if you want to wear a tracksuit, you wear a tracksuit. And being those little rebels to then going somewhere that was suited and booted and you couldn't say this and you couldn't say that, that wasn't for me. And it made me realise that company culture is as important as the role, the company. um, Because let's be honest, we're, we're at work for a long time. Sorry, that's my phone. Prius phone's <laughs> ringing in the background here. And I don't know who that is. Who is it? Hello. <laughs> it's probably my mum. But um, yeah, f- for me, one, one thing, when you've been at summer for 10 years and you've grown up within a company, you've gone from being an account manager to, to being super senior. You've grown up within a company, so you've navigated all the rights and wrongs and the politics and who you should speak to. But as a senior candidate going into a new environment. First of all, everybody wants to hate the new person, I realised. Everyone wants a reason not to like that person. But number two, I think I was super naive because I I forgot that, you know, a company is... Um, you, you've got to play the game and I'm not very good at playing the game. And did you think that you'd just get given the respect and autonomy that you'd always had because you'd worked so hard for it elsewhere? What? I don't even think I, I don't, don't, didn't even think about that. I think I just went in being myself, which is bold and at times brash with opinions. And I realized that it's fine to be that, but maybe just navigate your way through the company first. So, you know, I've, I've learned so much from that mistake that I made. Be a little bit more tactful with it. Yeah. And also that, um, you know, I, I went through some of some pretty dark times when I felt like also people want to be liked and I thought that people didn't like me and you project you project things onto situations that aren't real and then yeah but um you know luckily I've found my feet and I've found a new home which feels you know more grown up than dazed it's still not that it's not as punk but it if it's grown up and it but it still has that shared values and then I realised for me, going somewhere where you like your bosses and you like everyone that works there and it's fine to be a bit different and it's fine to have an opinion, for me is super important. And you know what, I I think personally as well that I was, I didn't realise but work was so much a big part of my identity that for a while I had to separate who was Priya from days to who is Priya. And then also when I made a move that wasn't for me, there was also a lot of courage to be able to say this isn't for me. And admit that to yourself. Yeah. Because I'm a stick-in kind of person. And I was like, is this ever going to get better for me? Yeah, I almost think that uh, a workplace culture, I'm in a business at the moment and I feel so lucky that I can just be myself. Yeah. And um, it, it takes a lot of pressure off off me in terms of being able to perform my, my job because I don't have to think about it. Whereas the place I went to that didn't necessarily align with my culture values, we had to listen to the same 30 breathy covers of awful pop songs all day, every day. 
So I listened to the same song four times in a day and that was the 30 approved tunes that oh we God. were allowed to listen to. It's so funny you say that because... Some, and it sorry. just got my heckles up and yeah. I just couldn't get on with my job because I was just thinking about these 30 songs yeah. all day long, yeah. which made me feel really sad. Yeah. But it took me... I was there for a year. Yeah. It took me a year to admit to myself that it was just not working. It's funny you say that because today... I texted an old friend, an old client of mine, and he was like, oh, how's the new job? And I was like, you know what? They play really good music. And I think maybe it's that is an indicator. It? Yeah. It is important. There we go. Um, so some legendary workplace cultures have manifestos in place, such as Google's 10 Things We Know To Be True. And it's no accident they top Glassdoor's best places to work every single year. When you were interviewing personally for a new position across industry, how did you get an indicator of the different cultures within brands? Um, I think it's about using your radar. And I, th I think you you know, I mean, you, you know whether somebody is your people, like whether you're finding your tribe. But I think for people that are going for job interviews, why just be open. Like ask those questions, you know, what is your flexibility? What don't be afraid to like explore and ask those questions, you know, look at retention rates, ask your friends, mm. look on Glassdoor. Yeah. Which is the funniest thing I've ever discovered in my life. It, it is really funny. We're recruiting for a business or have been recruiting for a business that had really bad Glassdoor reviews. And it's actually quite tricky to get around because yeah. people just say what they think on there. Or, or if they've got, if they, some people I know are a bit trolly and they're like, that person was blah, blah, blah. Anyway, is the I don't tend to look at many of them because I find it a bit depressing sometimes. Yeah. But um, I do think it's quite a good tool to use if you are interviewing across industry. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then conversely, when you're interviewing talent for your team, how do you gauge whether the culture fits is right for the brand and that's probably coming back to what you were saying earlier yes about so my, the long haul flight yeah so I w one of my indicators obviously like I mentioned before is is this person somebody you want to go for a drink with is it somebody that you ob obviously you you need the credentials there but I was always somebody at days that would not always look at CV I went off piece quite a lot and I'd look for people that I thought had talent and whether they and you know a lot of the girls that were in my team they came from front desk or interns or from different roles but if I saw a spark in them and thought that they were one of my people and that clients would like them and that they were smart and that they were sharp I'd always give them a chance and it's been one of the most proud parts of my career to see these amazing human beings grow and shine and get new jobs at big brands and at media companies and yeah and just seeing my little ninjas do well it's, I feel like a Your very proud ninjas yeah, I love that yeah I'm like a proud mama so coming back to gauging whether the culture fits right for the brand in terms of talent are there any specific questions that you ask people at interview stage I tend to be quite casual during interview stage, but then I, I for the last six years, I always used the same um, brief for a presentation for the same, um, for every single candidate and the amount of work that they put into it 
and the level of their taste and the creatives that they were involving in it uh, always was a great indicator to how much they wanted the job and also whether they were going to fit in. And I was always quite surprised about who performed well at that stage or not. And then also getting them to present to me was also really great. And it was just so funny over such a long amount of time what people presented and I often used to go back and see how they developed from when they did that first to me to to how they were and how they work within the business on a day-to-day level yeah have you ever got it wrong from uh employing uh, a candidate yeah 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 and the, the thing is I think I've got quite a good success rate of getting it right but I'm only human but what I have realized is that it goes both ways if you're thinking someone's not right they're also not going to be happy in that role so you know it's about addressing it early seeing if there's room for for development how they're feeling and then coming to a conclusion earlier rather than later Mm. and it's something that Dave's got really that never used to do like we didn't have an HR at the beginning no and people just used to fester within the company <laughs> and I think when yeah there were like people that I was like what are you still doing here but then as the company grew and we actually had an HR department um we learned to nip things in the bud for the betterment of the company which is a little bit of an obvious answer but it was something that we didn't do very well and you need to do because if you leave people to fester they're just gonna they're not gonna have the best time and therefore it is gonna affect the culture of the business so you do need to nip it in the bud yeah 100 and also from me from a management style I remember because I never had any management training it was very much learn on the ground so when I became a manager I was so worried about being everyone's best friend and the more you go, go on, and that's fine when people are great, but when you have to combat, you know, issues or attitudes, you've got to step up and realise you're not going to be everyone's best friend. And I, I think that's when I really grew into being a manager and grew into being a more senior person and candidate when I, and, you know, I stopped getting invited out to parties and people's birthdays yeah that happens (laughs) it It does does. it does because you deliver bad news sometimes yeah but um you know I actually used to enjoy it sometimes delivering that like not so positive feedback because I could see people grow when you did it yeah and step up and learn from that yeah and you know that was part of my growing because I'm not a natural manager I'm just Mm. so front end I like all the glory and so Mm. It was such a surprise to me that growing a team and being, you know, fundamentally growing that great company culture would be something that I'd be so proud of. Hmm. My friend who I was out for dinner with the other night works in quite a corporate business. It's a huge business. And, you know, she's Mrs. Culture within that. And at the moment, she's got somebody that um, has been hired on the team And she comes from a slightly smaller business where there's slightly less formal lines of communication. And she keeps addressing somebody much more senior than her as hey on an email. And it's actually quite a big deal within that organization. So my friend had to sit her down 
in a coffee shop the other day and just like teach her how to communicate within that business because yeah. the communication within that business is actually the culture. Yeah. So um, I just, yeah, I find it quite strange. People going from small businesses where it's quite family style into a bigger business where it's slightly more corporate. But I would do that, Joe. Like I would literally, I'm so familiar. I'm used to putting so many kisses on emails. <laughs> so I would be that person that was like addressing their CEO as like, hey. And I think that's when I realized that like corporate life was not for me. You need to be in with a rough and tumble and... And just be like a creative oddball that was, you know, I, another thing that I took from days that I love was that David and Goliath feeling like thinking okay we're not gonna we'll never get this but we're gonna get this I, I quite like that almost startup mentality and everything that I do mm. whereas my husband he's quite the opposite he likes putting a suit on and he likes he likes the I don't know the limitations and the parameters that you can being stay in, in your lane and and understand that whereas I guess when you work in a smaller business you're constantly expanding and contracting depending on the needs of the business but he doesn't even talk to anybody he goes to work he does his job and he comes back whereas I like that sounds nice no it's awful (laughs) it's awful I feel so sorry for him and I just you know when I go to work I want to know how everybody's doing but I want to know how everyone is doing I want to know how their weekends yeah how how are you build relationships we're here Um, to connect like you know that's what human beings are on this earth for is to connect with people and I think that whatever you're doing in business it's all people driven so whether you know dazed or exposure where I am now whether we have a client or not it's not about two businesses it's it's about people and relationships and that family yeah um one of well somebody I know is a 40 year old man and someone he, you know is a 40 year old man yeah wow I'm not I'm not gonna say his name <laughs> but he probably knows who he is anyway yeah. um but he got hired um to do a big brand redesign for yeah. a business and it's a small startup following a kind of San Fran style so it's quite family vibes and they had a stand-up meeting every Friday at 5 p.m and wow. you had to nominate somebody that you value that week mm-hmm. and had to go over and give them a hug and he just felt like he was being asked to do something that was really inappropriate because he's a 40 year old man going around hugging 21 year old girls because he values them oh how did he feel forced tugging yeah how did he feel afterwards well he was a contractor so he shouldn't have been in those meetings anyway I don't think but I don't know I think that it needs to be I'm quite tactile I quite like a hug yeah but if I was a 40-year-old white male, it might feel different. Yeah, it might. I'll tell you a funny story. So I just, I've just started um, a new job at a wonderful new agency where the company culture is just super impressive. You, 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 need, to, um, you need to speak to them just as a reference of like amazing company <laughs> culture. But actually, that's not what I'm not like. I'm not here to get a promotion. And trying just to get yet. Them. Yeah, just yet. But... Um, third weekend so at dazed I was very much princess Priya and I just like floated around being myself and three weeks into the new job I do a photo shoot in the office which is open plan and I thought it was going to be like a tiny little photo shoot and I didn't book any time off and I was just in the corner in a in in the boardroom 
um, dressed head to toe, makeup artist there. And in front of this entire new office that I didn't know very well, I do a bloody photo shoot where everyone's like, who? Everyone's just looking into the glass boardroom at you. Going, who is this mental woman? And then literally, because it's new, I was like, oh my God, I've made so many assumptions here. I haven't booked any time off. Is my CEO going to be happy with this? Are they going to be angry at me? I've not even asked them about this. And I was like having all of these hot sweats, like when you're stuck at a hairdresser's for like 12 hours and you know you've got to get home to make dinner. And I was literally like sweating going, and I was texting my boss going, I can try to get you a free pair of cashmere trousers. And it was fine. It was fine. fine. They didn't care. And now they've like learned that like this is me. And I think, I think that's an important thing for everyone when they start a new job and within company culture, just, you know, be honest and be you and be, be nice with it and be hardworking and put your best foot forward. But like, don't let your brain play tricks on you and start making massive assumptions. No. That makes sense. Sorry, I just needed to get that story in. That's a good story. It was funnier in my head. No, I'm into it. I love it. Can you you just like wearing a bright pink jumper that said luxury on it in front of everybody? I was like literally lying across the chaise longue. Were you? Yeah. I need to see this photo shoot. I'm I'm pretty excited about this one. Um, Thank you, Priya. That was amazing. Thank you. I hope I made sense. You did. (laughs) Of course you did. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Joe. That's all for this episode, but if you have any questions or would like to request a topic for us to talk about, you can email us at podcast at talentatelier.com. You can also check out our website, talentatelier.com, for some interesting advice, articles, and interviews with the talent we represent. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, we'd love you to subscribe and share on whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.